0: Hey little sister, have you seen that shirt that says half hood, half holy? I don't, I don't think that's me. I don't think that I'm half hood and half holy. I would say I'm holy. Okay. I have faith and I pray every day. I read the Bible every day. I encourage myself in the Lord every day. I would never intentionally hurt someone or, um, intentionally, I wouldn't start trouble. I'm not like, um, uh, you know, I wouldn't start trouble. I wouldn't argue with some, well, I probably would. And that's the thing. And that's kind of what makes me second guess who I think I am. I probably would argue with someone in a store or something like that. If they were arguing with me, you know, like after trying to diffuse the situation, if it escalated, I would, be defensive in a way. And if I'm being really honest, I probably would fight somebody. I probably would. Like if someone physically put their hands on me, I mean, obviously in my mind, my first reaction is restraint, right? I'm not trying to hurt someone. I'm trying to restrain them and to protect myself. But yeah, I went, I, mean, I don't mean fight. I mean, really just keep people off me. I wouldn't shy away from it. Honestly, I w- I wouldn't shy away from it at all. I feel like uh, when people see young black women in public, and I don't know what it is. I think maybe because I'm in of where I live, maybe it's because of how I look or how I dress. I don't know. I don't know what it is, but I've been having this in this period of time. I've been in this period of time where. I have been in public, and strangers, typically older black men, um, have felt the need to yeah. talk to me talk to me in a way as if they're trying to teach me something or teach me a lesson or chastise me, not really chastise me like I'm doing something wrong, but like it I'll give you the two examples. I went to BJ's and I did a curbside pickup, and the man comes out. I pulled in, I didn't back in to the spot. And I'm in a a curbside pickup designated parking spot. I'm in the very first spot. However, right next to me is a completely parked car, also in a designated parked, you know, curbside pickup spot. But no one's in the car, no, and I'm sitting there waiting for my stuff, all of this. And the man comes out, um, and I, I would say slightly older black man. However, I know how old I am, and he didn't look that much older than me, maybe a decade, maybe, right? So he comes out and he goes, well, next time, why don't you just, no, sir, we're not doing that. That is not your job. You don't know me. Who pulls in, who, who backs in at BJ's? You never ever back in at BJ's. You have everyone at any wholesale club pulls in so that you can open your trunk. But because he came from the the different, the other area, he felt like he had the right to look at me and assess. And it's always, it's always 100% guaranteed to the point where when I open my mouth, then people realize, oh, okay, maybe she's not 21 or maybe she's not, you know, no, sir, we're not doing that. You don't drive my car, you don't pay for my gas. You w- you you work at BJ's, and you're bringing the groceries out to my car as part of the service that your company provides. Thank you very much. I don't know why I'm feeling like, maybe because this half hood, half holy thing has kind of got me. But second example, I consider myself a good driver and I often parallel park. I know that people have their experience with parallel parking, but I'm pretty good at it. I can get into a tight spot pretty easily and I can get out of a tight spot pretty easily. That's that's just something I can do. I'm very confident in that. I have had my driver's license since I was a teenager and being from New York, I don't know a lot of people who can say that, honestly, I mean, granted, um, I did live on the island and that made it easier for me because I needed to get around and I was the oldest, you know, oldest daughter. So I was driving, you know, I was driving my, my sister around. I was doing errands for my parents. Like they couldn't wait to, for me to get my license so I could move around anyway. Um, Driving parallel parking on a very tight, very crowded street. And I assessed the space. I knew that I could fit. I backed in and, um, I didn't bump, tap. I'm not a bumper or a tapper. Like either I can fit or I can't, right? I'm not testing it out. I'm not bumping someone else's car. That is extremely rude to me. I know people who do that and it's so normal, but that is not my thing. I'm not a bumper or a tapper. So, unbeknownst to me, there was a man in the driver's seat in the vehicle behind me, but I'm not worried. I didn't tap his car. I didn't bump his car, nothing like that. He gets out of the car. He turns his head around like his, like his, like literally like his head is about to fall off his body. You know what I'm saying? You know how that look like, (laughs) like, what are you doing? Looking at how close I am to his car. So I get out and I said, Do you need to get out? I'm just being courteous at this point because right now you're frustrating me with your head falling off of your body. Do you need to get out? He doesn't say anything. Sir, do you need to get out? He goes, no. Are you about to leave? No. Well, I'm going to leave soon. but. And I said, all right, then goodbye. Like, why are you looking at my car? Why is your head falling off of your body? Why do you feel the need that you can look at my vehicle and me any type of way? And I don't want to be frustrated at these little things because the Holy Spirit has really worked on me. You know what I'm saying? Like, I really believe that peace is guaranteed for me. Peace is guaranteed for me. I tell you this all the time. I mean, I say this all the time. I have peace by the power of the Holy Spirit. Thank you, Jesus. Peace is for me. So, is it me like am I letting myself get worked up by these rude people? I mean, I feel like they're being rude, not for nothing. And I don't feel like I'm necessarily being hood, but I do feel like I'm reacting when I don't necessarily want to react. I want to I want to respond with grace. I want to be more like Jesus. I just do. I just do like I want to be I don't want to be now not for nothing. I don't want to be throwing, you know, tables across the the, the sanctuary. I don't want to do that. I I want to you know what? Honestly, I want to be who God created me to be. And I know he created me to be my best self. He created me to be um striving to be my best self, striving to be more like Jesus every day, to be an example to all of my little sisters and just to walk in love and walk in forgiveness and exude love and forgiveness. When I meet people in the street, I don't want them to see an angry black woman. And honestly, like I have not been angry in these two examples, you know, I wasn't angry it was just the fact that I was reacting to something and reacting to someone feeling like they had authority over me when they definitely did not. I would like in no way, shape or form did I give you permission to speak to me or to address me the way that you did. So I don't know. This is just something to think about. I'm thinking about this half hood, half holy. The the sub-caption of that was, that means pray with me don't play with me and i definitely can identify with that like don't play with me out in these streets do not i am very gracious i am very loving i am a nice person and i don't know if it's like pregnancy thing or what i i don't i don't know because i remember when i had my oldest daughter and i was still in my career I felt like a completely different person. It was like I had an attitude for everything. And I remember like pulling people aside at work. Like, listen, um, I apologize for the way I behaved toward you during that meeting. And when I say that, I mean like people would be talking while the presenter is talking or people would be tapping their pen or playing, like just doing like little things that wasn't could maybe it wasn't anything, but I would react like, "Can you stop? Like, can you like, can you pay attention?" Like, I would react. It was it was this reaction thing, and then I would go later and apologize and be like, "You know what? I'm sorry. That was uncalled for. Like, you know, just let's just chill, right?" And for the most part, these were not strangers. These were people who I worked with, people I knew, and they kind of laughed it off because they knew my character. And all that to say is like, they knew that I was a sweet person, a good person, and I would not be normally annoyed. And it was just kind of like, oh, whatever. Like, you know, so I don't know that this, this has got me thinking and it's like, I don't want to be half anything. I want to be wholly me. I want to be wholly, (sighs) wholly everything that God intended for me to be. Point blank, period. I'm not half a wife. I'm not half a marriage. I'm not half a mother. Like, I am a whole person. I'm not half a sister or half a daughter. Yeah, I mean, I'm just not. I'm just not. And to go back to that half a marriage thing, no, I'm not half a marriage because I could see, you know, how in other instances it just doesn't make sense. But realistically I am a whole person I am a hundred percent me as a partner in a, in a with another 100 percent whole person in a 100 percent marriage so there's no 50 50 right i I mean that's just in my opinion that is not that's not a thriving life that as that's not a thriving relationship every relationship takes effort. And energy, and so if you are fully in it, you're fully in it. No one, there can't, it can't be one person fully in it and one person fully out. That's not a relationship. It's it's not right. You can't have one person ninety nine percent and one person one percent. It's not happening. That's not going to work out. So anything more than your best self, anything less than your best self, excuse me, is um really not good enough. And that is the that is for me like I'm I'm preaching to myself today. I'm sistering myself. I want to be my best self and I'm holding myself and I don't want to say accountable because accountability is not a bad thing. It's not something that I can pin myself to a wall and say, "Oh, this is it." Like, you know, but I am. I'm holding myself accountable to my actions, and also my desires. Because if I want to be a full person, like if I want to be fully wonderful, like I do, I want to be fully wonderful, I have to show up. I have to show up and I have to apply action to my wonderfulness every single day. And it's not easy. It is not easy. I am, I well, I'm not going to confess that I am. I'll say this. I have been tired. I have been not tired, exhausted, you know, just my energy and just physically. I mean, if, yeah, just, yeah, it's not like life is not always easy. And so these are, Things, you know, the things that I talk about here, these are things that, you know, are supposed to help me and they do. They help me and they help you, little sister, to just kind of streamline life a little bit. Like I'm organized and I do things like that, not because I necessarily love to be organized, which I, I actually do. But that's really because not I don't do it for the love of it. I do it because it makes the rest of my life easier. It's one less thing to take up mental real estate. So anyway, those are my thoughts on this half hood, half holy um, thing that I've been seeing, little sister. And I, I just hope to encourage you today and just, it's not really advice, but Yeah, I guess the only, if I leave you with anything, I just want you to be your best self. Decide who you want to be and then show up. And if you need to make a recording, if you need to write it down, if you need to pin it on your wall and look at it every single day to tell yourself today, this is who I am going to be. This is who I am. Forget going to be because then it always stays in the future, right? You say, today, this is who I am. I am my best self. I am someone who works out every day. I am someone who chooses to eat well. I am someone who chooses to fill in the blank and just work toward that. Even if you don't accomplish the full goal, but you take steps, you take action toward it, you will be that person. It's 100% guaranteed. You're embedding it in like the the you're embedding it into your soul. You really are. So, I love you and I just want you to be your best self. Be your best self. And we will talk more about organization and meal prepping and home, you know, just having your home presentable and relationships and things like that because it's important. It's important to show up every single day as your best self. And on those days where you can't, it's important to have grace. It's okay. Because I guarantee you out of seven days of the week, if you show up four days as your best self and relax, and I'm using air quotes here, like relax those other three days or whatever, you will make progress. You will make progress. If you do one more thing than you did last week, that's progress. So little sister, I love you. I want you to know that you can be your best self. I can be my best self. I don't have to be half anything, half hood, half holy, whatever. I can be holy Jaquana, holy the way God intended me to be. And that's enough. I love you so much. And I'll talk to you next time.